Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hello, everyone. My name is Deb, and I'm really, really excited to be talking to you about today's topic, Raising Daniels in Today's World. And guys, today is a very scary time in our history to be raising children uh, in this world. It's just very stressful and very scary. And I'm picking up this feed because it got um, disconnected before. So we're going to start over, but it's going to be a great video. So as you guys come on, I would love for you to say hello and tell me, how can I pray for you today? I want to pray for your kids. We're going to, we're going to pray. You guys, when we pray, we are moving heaven and achieving unusual results. You guys, I'm telling you, your prayers move heaven and achieve unusual results. And so we're going to pray for your kids today. We're going to pray for you today. So why don't you leave a comment as you come on and say hello and just a little prayer request or, or put your kids names or anything like that that we could pray for you guys. Hi, Nikki. Good to see you. I'm so glad you're here today. Okay. I have a couple of announcements before we get going, you guys. And I want to tell you that, um, don't forget that we have all of our printables. Okay. We are going through the wise woman grows book. It's a fantastic book. And we are doing the spiritual parenting section by Dr. Michelle Anthony right now. It's a two week devotional study and it's all about raising children in the power of the Holy Spirit. And hi, Jennifer. Good to see you. And it's a super great book. And all of our principles for people who buy our books, it's just a little thank you. All of them are located at myhelpclubformoms.com and it's super duper duper good and happy Valentine's Day. Happy love day to everyone. Thank you, Jennifer. And this right here is phenomenal. And it says, how does Jesus say we should love? And you guys, you can do this little uh, principle with your kids. You'll take them through 1 Corinthians 13, and it's teaching them all the different things uh, in 1 Corinthians 13 that is helpful for them to know about love is patient, love is kind, and all the different aspects of love and what the Bible says about love. It's super important. So print this out. Do this activity with your kids one day this week. It's Valentine's week as far as I'm concerned, right? Let's celebrate all week long. And so be sure to print this out. It's free and it's awesome. And then the next thing is, I want to remind you guys that our retreat is June 10th and 11th. And if you're coming in from out of state, we have a special dinner for you with my team and it's at my house and it's going to be really, really fun, really special. We're going to pray over each other. We're going to pray over the retreat and have dinner and get to know one another. And you're going to be so glad you came. You're going to uh, fly into Denver and the retreat is in a city called Monument, Colorado. It's at the Hideaway Conference Center. It's beautiful. And uh, we have a special room rate for you and everything. So put it on your calendar and be on the lookout for that post coming soon. And then the last little announcement that I want to tell you is that coming up this week on our podcast is a podcast that my husband and I did, and it's called The Power of Praying with Your Spouse. You guys, praying together, like I'm talking about today, praying together is huge. Guys, God answers our prayers. The, the trajectory of your family's life will be completely different if you pray versus if you don't pray, okay? So if you pray for your kids, your kids and your home life are gonna look completely different than if you don't pray. And by praying with your spouse, if 
if he, if he's a believer or if he'll pray with you is super duper powerful. So we're going to talk about that today with me and Randy. Okay. So we're going to open us up in prayer and Lord, I just thank you so much for today. I thank you for today's video. I thank you, God, for all of my sweet mom friends that are here today. Lord, we commit this time to you. We commit this video to you. I pray that you would bring the moms to the podcast or to the uh, to the recorded video or to the live video. Whoever you want to watch this video, I pray, God, that you would bring them and that they would feel so blessed and that they would feel so encouraged knowing that you are the God of the universe and you are going to help them. You are going to help them. So Lord, let us be women who walk by faith. Teach us something we'd remember for the rest of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so before I go any further, can you guys share this video with your friends? You never know if any of your friends are feeling discouraged or afraid or nervous about raising their kids up in today's world, and it will help them. I promise you it will help them. Okay, so I want to give you a scripture to start off this video that is so powerful, okay? And it is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, and it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Guys, God will make your path straight. He will help you raise up children that know him, that are movers and shakers in the kingdom of God uh, for their generation, you guys. And uh, absolutely, he will help you. And you guys, you know what? Whenever we were raising our children, I was afraid too, because there was a lot of things happening back in the 90s um, that were scary. And we didn't have a pandemic and all the stuff that's happened since then. But guys, there were a lot of, of things happening in our world that were really scary. And I felt scary too, raising up children to know and love God. So I get it. But I will tell you from experience and by the grace of God, both of our children love Jesus. They serve him. Uh, they're completely different uh, uh, personalities and they both love the Lord and they both go to church. Uh, my daughter and her husband are raising up their children in a Christian home. And my son is dating a godly girl. And even if your kids are, are, are struggling and they're in the twenties or thirties, guys, there is never a time that you are without hope. You keep praying for your children to come back to God. If you, if you're a seasoned mom like me and your kids are not walking with God, you keep praying for them. My kids haven't been perfect. My home wasn't perfect. There is no perfect home, but we have Jesus and he will help us. And he always hears our prayers. Do not let the enemy tell you. I'm telling you guys, the enemy is a liar and he will tell you things like it's no use for you to keep praying. Your kids will never turn back to God or whatever it is, or he'll, he'll make you afraid. Guys, I remember growing up because we had a family member that decided he was a Christian and then he decided to, he wasn't a believer and he didn't, he hated God. And it was devastating to me as we were raising our kids and it really caused me to be afraid. But guys, I think a lot of it was the enemy and he was pointing it out to me and, oh, look at so-and-so and this person used to be a Christian, but now they're not a Christian. And, oh, how can you think that you could possibly raise up kids? No, everybody's choice is their choice. Everyone has to choose whether they will love God or not. It's not 
It doesn't mean that just because someone else's kids don't follow God or someone else's marriage got divorced, it doesn't mean that yours is going to turn out that way. We have to put our blinders on. Pretend you're a horse running a race and you're putting your blinders on and you are just keeping your eyes on Jesus, right? He's the one that helps you. You don't look around. Don't look around at the world. Don't look around at other people's kids or what all is happening. You look at Jesus and ask him for help and he will help you. Yes. Oh, and I love that you have that verse on your wall, Jennifer. That's a fantastic verse. Keep the Bible in front of you guys. Okay. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about things that you get uh, to pray for your children and things that uh, to, to do and things to about yourself. Okay. Cause it's a, it's a big puzzle here. And uh, you know, this whole thing of raising kids in a, in today's generation, but I'm going to start off by saying, one of my favorite Bible verses and it's Isaiah 42 verse 16. I absolutely love it. I love, 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 love Isaiah. And, uh, it is, uh, 42. This scripture really brought me a lot of peace when my kids were growing up because I felt afraid too. And guys, uh, you don't need to be afraid. Okay. And so it's Isaiah 42. And I want to give you a little tip. Uh, we sing Bible songs has the best song you, and you can get it on. Um, I think I get it on, um, I think it's on Spotify, but you can also get it on Apple music, but there's a song in there. That's the books of the old Testament and the books of the new Testament. And guys, I learned how to find the books of the Bible quickly and easily if I needed to, by memorizing those songs and we sing Bible songs. So good. Nikki, I don't know if you can find a link to, well, uh, to the Weezing Bible. You can also order it on Amazon. Maybe that's what you could find real quick. Nikki's my helper. Um, but uh, I used to sing this song, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, First and Second, Samuel, First Kings, Second Kings, First and Second Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon, Isaiah, there's Isaiah. That's what we're going to first. Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel, then Daniel. We're going to go to Daniel next, but it's a great song. And, you know, I was sitting here and sometimes I forget the books of the Bible and I have to sing it in my head to remember it. And uh, so anyway, so get that, get the We Sing Bible songs and teach your kids how to find. I've been singing it with my granddaughter and she already knows, like she's learning this song and she's three. You guys sing that song with your children, okay? All right, so listen to this scripture. Isaiah 42, 16. I will lead the blind by ways they have not known. Along unfamiliar paths, I will guide them. I will turn the darkness into light before them and make the rough places smooth. These are the things I will do. I will not forsake them. God will not forsake you. Guys, this scripture brought me so much peace when my kids were growing up because I don't know if you feel like me or not, but I felt blind. I felt like, how on earth am I going to have a Christian home? Because I wasn't even raised in a Christian home. And I don't know, do any of you guys feel that way? Like scared because you weren't raised in a Christian home, or maybe you really don't want to duplicate your home. Well, guys, God knows, and he's going to help you and he is going to lead you. So ask him to lead you and ask God to equip your children uh, for this generation and go to Daniel uh, 1 verse 17. Daniel 1 verse 17, and it says to these four, okay, by the way, as we're th as you're thinking about this, 
and thinking about how to raise up your children to be Daniels, read the book of Daniel and ask God to speak to you. Guys, we are living in a time that's a lot like Babylon, right? I mean, I mean, we right now, at least, you know, they don't take people and emasculate them and all the other stuff and all the stuff that they did with war criminals, um, at least, you know, within the U.S. and stuff like that. But our world is a lot like Babylon, like the things that the Babylonians were doing and sacrificing to gods. I mean, we have gods today and uh, it's just, there's so much things going on in our world that are bad. And you can read the book of Daniel and read about how God was with Daniel and Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego. You can read the story of Daniel being thrown into the lion's den. And I believe what it will do is it will give you courage because uh, Daniel lived in a, a really, really, really difficult time. I mean, I was reading this commentary and guys, it was so good. And I, I gave it to Nikki to share here, but it, uh, Dr. David Jeremiah, he wrote a great book about Babylon, but he wrote a, a simple blog article that you guys can read as you're reading through um, the book of Daniel, and it'll help you to understand things. Like I didn't realize that. And he said it, that probably Daniel was made into Daniel was made into a eunuch and probably Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, because it talks about uh, how God, uh, uh, Nebuchadnezzar called on the, the leader of the eunuchs to come and bring those royal children. And so there's a chance that Daniel was a eunuch. I mean, we don't know that for a fact, but I'd never thought about that before. And that's emasculating. I mean, it's horrible what they did to people back then, right? And so, uh, but Daniel chose to follow God, right? Daniel chose to follow God. And that's what we want to pray for our children and that God will fully equip them and give them everything that they need. And so God gave Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, these four young men and Daniel, knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature and learning. And Daniel could understand visions and dreams of all kinds. And so, guys, the uh, do you know what else? Like to think about this, uh, Nebuchadnezzar changed Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's names to all be something about the foreign gods, you know? And uh, I mean, could you imagine having your name changed to something to do with an idol, like an idol where they sacrifice thing babies to or whatever they did back then or have? I mean, it's horrible, right? But Daniel rose above it and, and asking God to fully equip your children to rise above the culture of today, to rise above the things that are happening, to serve God no matter what, and to be strong in him, right? So ask God to equip your children and ask God to give your children favor in their generation. Daniel 1, 19 through 20. Listen to this. The king, and it was Nebuchadnezzar, talked with them, and he found none equal to Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, who's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So they entered the king's service. In every manner of wisdom and understanding about which the king questioned them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters in the whole kingdom. And another thing to pray for your children is for God to surround them with his favor as with a shield. And that's Psalm 5, verse 12. Psalm 5, verse 12, ask God to surround your children with his favor as with a shield. And you could see that God had surrounded Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego with his favor as with a shield. And guys, I mean, this is a horrific example of what happened, but I like talking about it and thinking of it because 
It just shows how they acted. And you know that Daniel's mom poured things into him when he was growing up to where he would always serve the Lord. And I'm sure his mom probably prayed for wisdom for him because he was such a wise man. And so pray things for your children. Pray that God would fully equip them to be movers and shakers for the kingdom of God in their generation. Okay. And uh, then also uh, pray and ask God to help you. And you can do this, you guys, you can do this. And don't be afraid. You know, the Bible talks about this a lot. Do not be afraid. God wants us to walk by faith and he wants us to trust him. And just remembering that your children were born for such a time as this, your children and you were a mother. You could have been born in any time in history to be a mom. Okay, but you, God in his infinite wisdom chose to make you a mom in this time in history to raise up your children with no fear in this generation and to be Daniels in this generation. Okay, guys, and pray for protection. You know, I pray for protection for my family all the time. And my husband and I on that podcast that's coming up this Friday, my husband and I talked about the fact that we prayed for protection from all evil. We prayed for angelic guards to be around our children, for angelic guards to be in our home. And we prayed and asked God to protect us. And guys, ask God to protect your family from the enemy, to protect your uh, children. You know what, guys? The word says no weapon formed against you will prosper. And you declare and decree that no weapon formed against you and your family or your children shall prosper in Jesus name. And you just declare scripture over your family. And guys, we cannot be lackadaisical about our faith. I'm sorry. It won't end well for any of us. If we are, are um, lazy, if we are just passive, you guys, your kids are not going to grow up to love God. I'm telling you, I mean, they might. A lot of people grow up in non-Christian homes like me, and they grow up uh, to to love God. And, and God can do anything. But I'm just telling you, you're going to have a better chance of your kids growing up to love God if you were excited about God, if you were trusting God, if you were keeping your eyes on Jesus and not on the things of this world. And guys, we have to remember that this is not our home. It's not our home. And God tells us all in his word, right? It's it's like, sometimes I think that we just, we don't believe the Bible. Like Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Guys, Jesus said, we will have trouble in this world, but to remember his power is the strongest power. His word is strong, his power, his love, his help. He will help us. But guys, this is not our home. You know, we used to tell our kids all the time. We talked to them a lot about heaven and about eternity. And we would take, and I had heard this uh, example. I think it was from uh, Francis Chan. I love Francis Chan. And it's, it's like an extension cord. He would take an extension cord and he would talk about the lifespan that we have here on this earth versus eternity. And it's such a, it's not really that great of an example because eternity is so long, but it is a good visual. So if you had an extension cord, you would talk to your children and you'd say, okay, guys, this plug of the end of the extension cord is our lifespan here on the earth. That's how long it is compared with this cord. And you could say this cord wraps, imagine this cord wrapping around the earth like a thousand million times. That's how long eternity is compared with how long we're living on this earth. So your life on this earth, your children's life on this earth is so short compared with eternity. 
guys, eternity. And so tell your kids that we're not living for today. Tell your kids that um, that this world is not our home and we have a short lifespan, right? What does the word of God say? The span of a man's life is 70 years or 80 if he has the strength or, you know, sometimes we live to be 100 or whatever, but that's a short span of life compared with all of eternity. And just helping your children to understand that from a young age is huge. But I will tell you guys that you cannot give away what you don't possess. And this 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 video today is kind of a little bit of a come to Jesus. You know how they talk about come to Jesus meetings, right? This is kind of a come to Jesus video because you, we have to really stop and think about how important our calling is as wives and mothers, if you're married or just as moms, right? How strong your calling is. It's so important what you're doing by raising up children to know and love God is the most important work you will ever do. My raising up my two children, I wish we would have had more, but raising up my two children in in our home for the Lord was my most important work. And Help Club is is so important, but it wasn't as important as what I did with my own children. And there's no work that you can do on this earth, nothing as important as what you're doing. So really, I want to give you, I want to, I want to, to really give you value as moms and the world's not going to give it to you. Not, not even all the churches are going to tell you this. Okay. But I'm telling you, ladies, your job of raising up children is of extreme importance to God. It's huge. So don't let the world discourage you. Don't let the fact if you don't have a big, important job right now because you're trying to work around your kid's schedule, don't worry about it. Your day is coming. OK, your day is coming. And I I we made sacrifices for me to stay home and I did work other jobs and I worked part time. And um, but we sacrificed and we had fifty dollars a week for groceries for a while. But it is super important what you're doing. So I just want to affirm you. And I just want you to know that we are so proud of you here at Help Club for being moms and for how you're even tuning into this video or listening on the podcast. Guys, we're so proud of you because this shows that you are wanting to further your uh, career as a mom. You're wanting to in- invest in your mothering. So we're proud of you. Thank you for tuning in. And we're here for you to pray for you. And I forgot to say earlier that if you're listening uh, on the podcast, email us at admin at helpclubformoms.com if you have a prayer request, because we want to pray for your kids too, okay? We want to pray for you. Okay, so the next thing, so I want to talk about, about your time with the Lord. So this is the next part of the Come to Jesus meeting here. Um, your time, so like I said a minute ago, you can't give away what you don't possess. And so your walk with God is the most important thing. It is your most important uh, parenting. (laughs) Part of your parenting is your time with the Lord Jesus in the morning or whenever you spend time with God. And the fact that you read the Bible and you pray and you are excited about God. And it's not going to be perfect every day. You're going to have good days and bad days. But when you learn something, you know, ask the Lord to speak to you when you read your Bible and then ask the Lord to give you a moment to share what God just taught you to be excited about what God's teaching you to stay excited about God. It's huge. I remember when my kids were growing up, I would sit there and I at the table and I would tell them the things that God taught me and 
I was so excited about it. And your kids will pick up on that fervor. The Bible says, do not lose your fervor, right? Keep your excitement going and pass it on to the next generation. You have a big, beautiful baton that you are passing on to the next generation. So keep your spiritual fervor, pass on that generation to your kids and be excited about God in your own life. And that will carry over. Okay, so here's some tips that you could do that we did with our kids. Teach your kids about the Bible. Make the time to read the Bible to your children and to pray. And guys, I'm telling you, it is hard because the enemy will come against you when you sit down to read the Bible to your children. The kids will start fighting. The dog will throw up on the carpet or whatever is happening. But you just have to keep going. You have to persevere, right? We are those who persevere. We are not of those who give up right? We don't put our hands to this work and look back and think, oh, well, you know, what should I do? Or should I do this or whatever? And um, oh, there's a feather over here. <laughs> um, we are those that put our, our hands to the plow and we do not look back. We keep our eyes on Jesus. That's you. You keep your eyes on the Lord. Okay. So no matter what happens, teach your kids about Jesus. And pray. We used to pray as soon as we got in the car, we would pray for their day. We would pray for, you know, this will help a lot in the morning if you pray over your kids in the morning at breakfast. And uh, if your kids are little, put your hands on them and pray for them and pray for them to feel encouraged, to feel God's love, to get along. You guys, oh, pray for your children to get along with each other and that they will love each other. And remember that scripture that says how good it is when brothers and sisters dwell together in perfect unity. And you pray that over your kids. Lord, thank you that my kids dwell together in perfect unity. Okay. That's a great scripture. And so pray that over your kids in the morning. Pray when you drop them off at school or if you homeschool, pray for their day uh, in the morning. I love that. And then also teach them to serve, teach them to serve other people. And so for our children, I would teach uh, vacation Bible school. I would teach, um, I would teach Sunday school and I would bring my kids along and they would serve with me. We would pray for the kids that were coming to the class on the way to church. And I know this is, is a pain, but I'm telling you, it produces fruit. I would look at these things as not only you serving the Lord, but you're training your kids. You're tra- they do what you do. If you're at home watching church online, guess what your kids are going to do? <laughs> They're going to watch church online. If at all, Do not stay home from church right now. If your church is open, go to church. And I know it's hard. I know it's hard to get your kids out of the door to go to church in the morning, but guys, it's worth it. So plan the night before. There's a great book out there called um, Making Sunday Special by Karen Maines, M-A-I-N-S. Read that book. It talks about how to prepare for Sunday mornings ahead of time so you're not yelling and screaming at your kids on Sunday mornings, but really let them see you serve. Let them know how important church is, that we go to church on Sunday mornings. That's so important. You guys, our kids go to church, but I I know a lot of people, they don't go to church. They they stay home. And I just, I think you need to be in church guys. And so get yourself to church. All right. And um, let them see you serving. Let them see you bring meals. If there's an opportunity and you're, if you're in a help club and one of your moms has a baby or if someone's going through a hard time, bring a meal to them and bring your kids along and pray for that family on your way to drop off that meal and let them know, oh, this so-and-so is going through a hard time or so-and-so just had a baby or so-and-so's got COVID and just bring a meal and leave it on their front porch or something like that. But guys, let your kids know that you serve and let them see your example. Okay. Super duper important. And pray for people that you know, that don't know Jesus. Pray for your neighbors. If you if you don't know if they know Jesus or not, pray with your children for them 
And um, that's super duper important and help those less fortunate. You know, you guys know we had a lot of single moms that we would, that we helped when our kids were growing up and we would give them money or a couple of them, we gave them cars that we had just cars. Whenever we would go buy another one, we give our car away and we would pray over the vehicle. And we told our kids that's why we did it. And we had to sacrifice, you know, we didn't have as much money for a down payment for our next car, but we gave the car away. And you guys, I'm telling you, God will bless you for doing that. He will bless you when you provide for those less fortunate. He will bless you when you remember the poor. Do you know both of our children, um, they they tithe and they give to church. And actually our daughter is, she's leaving this week with her husband to go on this big trip uh, with this ministry that they support. They support poor people and they're going to this foreign country. We have pray for me because uh, we have our grandkids for 10 days and it's going to be so fun, but you know, they're close together in age and it's going to be crazy, but it'll be really fun, but pray for me. But I'm we're keeping the kids so that they can go overseas on this mission trip. But the reason they're going is because they give money to this ministry. And guys, they live sacrificially so that they can give money away to the kingdom of God. But do you guys know that our kids learn that whenever they were growing up? And uh, my daughter's husband learned that from his family as well. But it's super important that your kids know that you tithe. And, you know, you take that tithe check on Sunday morning and you pray over it as a family and say, Lord, bless our tithe. Lord, let the church use this um, money wisely. You know, you pray over that, guys. And uh, oh, thank you for praying for me, Nikki. Yeah, I need it. And um, you just pray over your tithe check and you let your kids know you tithe and that you give and you watch what God does. You watch how he multiplies your faith and your kids are going to grow up and they're going to do this. And make church fun. Don't make it to where your kids hate going to church. You know, you get up early on Sunday morning and you cook a nice breakfast for your family and lay out their clothes the night before because it's important, guys. If you Okay, how about this? Just do what you want your kids to do. And I hate to say it, but this is this is strong language for me. I, I'm a I don't like conflict and I don't like saying things that are, you know, kind of bossy. But I'm telling you guys, I've seen it played out in my friends' lives and my friends that took their kids to church, my friends that tithed, my friends that gave, my friends that served. Their friend, their kids grow up and they do the same thing. But my friends that didn't take their kids to church, they weren't active in the church. None of their kids go to church. I'm just telling you, it's true. And so it's it's it takes up time, it takes up energy, but I, you will see results in your children. And no, it's not a formula for popping out Christian disciples, but I'm saying you're going to have a better chance of your kids growing up and going to church if you did it. And, uh, and being happy about it and being joyful and asking God to fill you with joy when you're getting everyone ready instead of being grouchy, okay? They will notice this. Your kids will see this and do it in God's strength. Remember, we do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We don't have to do anything by ourselves, okay, guys? He will help you. And um, you know what else? Ask God to uh, give you opportunities. So, Ah, this is so good. Uh, my husband and I, we, we went through that whole crash thing in 2008 and we had been saving up some money uh, in, in my husband's company. Like he could buy like stock options uh, for 11 years. Like if he stayed with his job, you know, like he had to work until 3 a.m. He was a software engineer and he would work till 3 a.m. on projects, but they would award them like stock options and they could buy stock. And so we saved stock for 11 years to buy a house to where we wouldn't have a big house payment. And so we were we were um, under contract for an, a big house that we were that we were putting a big down payment on, and it was a house that we wanted to do ministry in. And then the the thing happened with the stock 
and our stock crashed and we had to we had to pay off the uh the builder like we had to pay back our earnest money and it was like $12,000 and then we had to go to a rental and uh anyway so we lived in this rental and then God brought the house that we're living in now to us. And guys, I'm telling you, I can't even believe that we get to live in this house. It was a God story. It was a, a, a bank owned auction house and uh, it was hidden. God hid it for us and it was within our price range. And so the, the opportunity came up. We had signed, a, I think, a, a, a year lease in this rental while we were looking for another house because we had lost that money. And um, and then this house came up and we had the money to pay for it, but we had to break our lease with the rental. And guys, so we had to pay, I think we ended up paying like, um, I think it was four months worth of rent. That was like $1,300 a month. But our kids knew that my husband is a man who does what's right, even when it hurts. And we talked about that, that my husband, that Randy, you know, we're just going to pay this money back. We had to pay like, I think it was, um, 40 or $5,000, which is a ton of money to the rental agency for the house. Um, and so we had to pay that back, but my husband did it because the word says that a man, a good man does what's right, even when it hurts. And so guys, yeah, I'm just telling you, um, use those opportunities of difficulties and things what that you and your family go through to teach them biblical principles and to learn from your example. And my kids remember that, that dad did what was right. Even when it hurt, it hurt. He paid back the builder earnest money. Then he gave the rental agency. He didn't just like claim bankruptcy or do anything like that. We had the money. Thank God. Right. We had the money to pay that. This is our situation. Everybody's situation is different, but I'm just saying use every opportunity to teach your kids how to live for God. Okay. And good times and bad times, ask them for that. And then the last thing I want to say, guys, is teach your children how to love people like Jesus, because it can be very tempting to judge the world, uh, especially now, right? It can be very tempting to be judgmental and to be angry, right? I feel angry at a lot of things that have happened. I feel angry at what's happening at our border with those people and I feel angry at a lot of things, but we have to remember that people that don't know Jesus, they don't know what they're stumbling over and they're probably being influenced by the devil. And so guys, we have to remember to tell our children that when people don't follow God, they are walking in darkness. And even Christians that follow God still can walk in darkness if they're not in the word, if they're not praying. But it's not our job to judge people. It is our job to love people like Jesus. And your love is what will make all the difference to a hurting world. And it will open doors for you to love people and to win people to Christ is your love. Do you know this last story? I want to say that um, back in, I can't remember what days it was back uh, in the early Christians, but there was a plague that hit Rome and, um, and it was like killing people. But do you know that Christians were, and the people were just throwing their dead or their sick people out in the street, but the Christians were taking them and they were taking care of them and they didn't get sick and um, ended it up that Christianity became number one religion of Rome. I mean, can you imagine that going from persecuting Christians on the on the crosses to being uh, Christianity being the number one religion of Rome? And it was because I believe in part and there's a book out there. I can't remember the name of it that talks about this, but the Christians did that. They took care of the sick 
and uh, the Romans, right? They took care of these people that were just left for dead in the streets. And guys, I think that that's a model for us to remember that Jesus calls us to love. We are called to love and not judge people, especially people not, that are outside of the church. We are called to love them like Jesus who laid down his life. Okay. So let's pray and they will know we are Christians by our love. Amen, Jennifer. So if you have any prayer requests, leave them in the comments and I'm going to start praying right now and, I, and go ahead and type them in. Uh, Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for this time. Lord, I pray that you would help us to raise our children up for you. I pray that you would help every single mom and dad represented here in this video or on the podcast or listening to the recording, God, that they would, or on YouTube, that they would raise their children up for you, that you would fully equip them, that you would fully equip the children to be Daniels in their own generation, and that you would give the moms and the dads the courage to raise their children up for you and the wisdom, and that for all of us, we would be sold out to you, God, that we would spend time in your word, that we would be excited about our faith, that we'd be excited about the possibilities of living in this generation. It's a possibility. It's not a curse. It's a possibility of all the things that you can do through our faith and through the faith of our children. God, we can win a hurting world to Christ. We can change the face of history. It's not too late. It's not too far gone. And so Lord, let us live our days with purpose. Let our children grow up to know you. Guard us all from the enemy that no weapon formed against our family shall prosper in Jesus name. We command you Satan to leave all of these families alone in Jesus name. And God, we just pray a blessing over every single family here. Okay. And so I pray for, yes. Oh yeah. I love that quote. The greatest single cause of atheism is Christians who acknowledge God with their lips, walk out the door and deny him by their lifestyle. And Lord, I pray for Jennifer and Nikki and everyone else listening to children, that they would have hearts for you above everything else. I pray for everyone who's married here, that their marriages would be strong, that we would all live in the power of the Holy Spirit, that we would raise our children up for you and God, that we would make an impact in this world. In Jesus name. Amen. Thank you guys for watching. Share the video if you haven't already or share the podcast with your friends. I really love you. Our whole team loves you. And we trust that God is going to move mountains in your life. Oh, and Jennifer has a prayer request. Let me pray here. Please pray for clarity regarding school for Shiloh, trying to get him in. A oh, it's expensive. Oh. Oh, scholarship. Okay. So Lord, I pray for Jennifer. I pray for her and her husband that you would give them wisdom with Shiloh and all the other children that might want to go to a private school, a private Christian school, that you would give them the scholarships and the money that they need. And that you would put all of the children here in the right school or homeschooling or private school, whatever it is that you have for them, and that you would provide them the money to pay for it in Jesus name. Amen. Okay. Thank you guys. I love you. I'll see you next Monday for Mothering Monday. Have a great week. Read your devotions in your Wise Woman Grows book. Okay. And uh, take some time with the Lord this week and ask him to speak to you about this topic. Okay. Love you guys. Goodbye.